0: Hi everybody, this is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Tonight's episode is called Deep in the Woods. Now I should say it better. Will you say it, like dramatic?
1: Deep in the woods.
0: That was good. Yeah, Much better.
1: Except it sounds sort of sexy. Did it?
0: <laughs> yeah, a little.
1: Deep in the woods. Now, I can't do it under pressure. We're not going to. Yeah.
0: What do you got? Deep in the woods. That's great. That's perfect. I don't know. It's not good. Know, it um, it good. aired on March 16th, 2018, season 26, episode 17, hosted by Queen Andrea, Woo-hoo! who has a new shade of hair color.
1: New shade of hair color and new lighting.
0: Is that what it was?
1: Oh, yeah. I have a whole thing about it. We're going to oh, discuss. I'm, yes. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I'm going to explain to you this magical thing that's happening in this episode because I figured it out.
0: Oh, I'm so excited.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't say- Oh
0: my God, my Alexa. What is going- What did she just say? Sorry, I'm having trouble understanding. Yeah, I'm having trouble understanding you.
1: Why is she being like this?
0: She's so temperamental.
1: This is the weirdest thing.
0: I know, I'm so confused.
1: Not once ever has she gone off during an episode.
0: I know. She She really
1: wants to be a part of it.
0: Oh, she liked this episode, I guess. Oh, okay. She has thoughts about Froggy Bottoms. Alexa, <laughs> what's Froggy Bottoms? Here's something I found on Wikipedia. According to Rentler, John played incredible five-string banjo, and Doug Anderson provided the solid rock rhythm on his custom-made Froggy Bottom guitars. It's a fro- It's a guitar. It's what's a guitar. Yeah. No, I, I don't. Thanks for your feedback. Thanks for my feedback. What, what is she
1: talking I, about?
0: I have no idea. Okay. This episode takes place in a. Well, around a bar called Froggy Bottoms, and
1: Froggy Bottoms is really the star of this episode. Let's get yeah. real.
0: What did you think of the name Froggy Bottoms for a bar?
1: Do you know about Froggy Went
0: Well, this was the thing. I was going to say two things. I I kept getting very distracted because a soggy bottoms, of course, because I've been watching so much Great British Baking Show.
1: What do you watch Which one? What do you, what one are you watching?
0: Season four on Netflix. Who's in it? Um,
1: who do you like in it?
0: Uh
1: or hate in your case, who do you hate? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I
0: never hate anyone on Great British Baking Show, isn't that oh, weird? Good. There I mean there's been very few people that I really haven't disliked. I usually <laughs> like everybody.
1: The casting on that show is phenomenal. They do a it great is. job. They really spread it out. They know what's up. Yeah. Yes. It's really really good for a reality yes. show. Yeah. Top of the pops.
0: There's this girl and I can't think of her name and she's black and she's really funny. She like has a great smile and she seems really nice. Then there's this older lady who has very sad eyes but and you think she's going to cry every time they criticize. Janet? Yes, maybe Janet. Janet. And okay. and I feel like her eyes are watery like she's just going to start crying and it makes no. me very sad. Um, there's just some really, oh, she's, there's one lady who likes to work out while she's cooking. Yeah so She's doing okay. the, she's doing the leg lifts. She's that amazing. Is, that's yeah, her mom. That's, that's, that's the so British version of your Joanie. mom. Yeah. My mom works out in airports mm-hmm. on airplanes in the aisle, literally anywhere she will start stretching and doing her exercises.
1: She is going to outlive us all. I'm just yeah. going to say that. I'm going to put that out there right now.
0: Um, But my second thing about Soggy Bottoms was Froggy froggy Bottoms was Froggy Winnacorton because my DVR has recently broken and you know how much I love my TV Mm -hmm. and it has stopped recording. So I have six episodes of King of the Hill that I have been watching over and over and over again because it won't record new ones.
1: I have DVDs. I have box sets. Do you want to borrow them?
0: Did you know that I'm kind of too lazy to, like, put in a DVD and wait for it to load? You're looking at me with such a mixture of shame and pity right now. And you're making notes on your paper. What are are they saying?
1: I just made a little sad face. (laughs) With with eyes like the saw guy has. The swirly eyes. (laughs) Who's that guy? What's his name? Jigsaw.
0: Oh my god, I,
1: that's so creepy. Yeah, I don't know why it turned so creepy. It's because oh, my notes are always creepy. It's huh. fine. Wait.
0: But one of the episodes is... Is Froggy court Is, yes, when when Bobby gets the ventriloquist dummy. And he sings, Froggy Winnacorten and, oh, and he did, did ride right 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 on home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Froggy uh, Court and he did ride right on
1: uh-huh.
0: home. It's a great episode, but I've seen it now 10 times in the past two weeks because I only have six episodes, and one of them is a Cotton episode, and I don't like the Cotton episodes. Yeah, so I don't, to. Yeah. I don't want to watch it. Yeah,
1: Cotton's not as fun as he should be. Um, you know that I've known Froggy Winnacorton since I was about eight years old, right?
0: Did you do it in a talent show? Or no. Oh,
1: I wish. Um, no, we had. We used to have a lady come into to the school with a guitar and sing to us and do sing songs. And Froggy Went a Courtin was one of the songs that wow. she would sing. There are many, many verses. You know, it's about a frog and a mouse, right?
0: No, I did not.
1: Yeah, he's trying to get the mouse to marry him.
0: Oh, he's courting the mouse. He's
1: courting. He rides right up to Miss Mousie's door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did she it's say yes? I don't. I
1: feel like there's a struggle. I don't understand.
0: Well, there's I don't it's interspecies. It's interesting.
1: Yeah, it is. So it's controversial. It's a controversial song. Also, why does Froggy need a sword and a pistol
0: mm. to go a courtin? Overcompensating, and he's it's if a he little. Me, it's not right. He shows up, take you out on a date, but also he has these weapons in case you say no. Uh uh-uh. uh, I don't yeah. like that Froggy. You just use your charm, and if she says no. Learn to read the signals. It's all about consent. Yeah. And if she's not consenting, you walk away. Yeah. Um, Or Froggy
1: will be in a court. In In a a court. Like a court of law.
0: Okay. Go ahead. Kelly Bordeaux was (laughs) 23, an army medic... In the Army at Fort Bragg in Fayetteville, North Carolina. I also found out there's a Fort Bragg in California. Yeah. Which confused me. Yeah. But this was in North Carolina. And the night in question is a Friday the 13th, Mm -hmm. 2012. Have you found that things don't go well for you on Friday the 13th? I've never noticed. No, I feel like Friday the 13th is always a pretty good day.
1: Oh, all right. That's good. I never noticed it was a good day. It's just a day.
0: Just a day. Yeah. Um, So Kelly had this husband named Mike, which I'm already worried because Mike's are never good on Dateline.
1: Not really. But Kelly's are hardly ever good on. No, we've had a couple good Kelly's. No, Kelly's is a mixed bag. Kelly's a mixed bag.
0: You're right. You're right. Because we had the great Kelly in the Swingers Wolfpack episode. Mm -hmm. And then we had the worst Kelly of ever, the Wiccan Witch Kelly, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: who was with Ira, the podiatrist. Right. So, who knows? Blonde Kellys seem to be better than brunette Kellys. True. On Dateline.
1: Highlighted Kellys are good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sweeping generalizations, of course, that we're making. It's fine. But Kelly and Mike broke up, but then they were trying to get back together again, but then it didn't work out, so she was going to divorce him again, and he went back to Florida. And she started seeing this guy, Justin, who is... Young, but needs to wear more sunscreen. Is that a valid ass- assessment?
1: I did not notice that he had his
0: his forehead.
1: Yeah, I think that might just be the way his forehead is. I think you're looking at some acne scarring. I don't think he was. You were looking no, at sun th- damage. There
0: was one that was an acne scar, and then several that were like, "Oh, he just needs a chemical peel." But I think he
1: just might have a forehead like that. That it's might be possible. where his wrinkles are forming. Very,
0: well, yeah, but I don't know how old he is. If he's Kelly's age, 23 seems a little early. But he mm. lives in Florida, so...
1: There were many more problems that I have with Justin besides his forehead, so...
0: Well, I'm, I'm curious to hear them because Twitter was polarized, to say the least, about Justin. Oh, good. And I, will, I can't wait to read the tweets. So some people were madly in love with Justin. Thirsty... For Justin ew, and some people thought he was just very suspicious and would never look Andrea in the eye and look down a lot and looked away yeah. a lot shifty so I people yeah people it was a little heated on Twitter okay. um so Justin moved in with Kelly this seemed very fast to me
1: he like, was moving in. He hadn't yet, right? He was coming to right. Lafayette no he, ha- to... no, he
0: had moved in, and then he went back to Florida to get some of his stuff, I think. Oh, okay. So right. to get more of his stuff that was still in Florida. Okay. And she had married Mike in 2010, and by 2012, she was now divorcing him and had another guy moving in.
1: Well, she married Mike at 21 years old. That's what happens sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm just jelly, because that's way more action than I've ever had in my whole life in, like, two years. Come on. Moved to Florida. Oh, good point. Yeah. Great point. There you go. So Justin was out of town, and Kelly went to Froggy Bottoms alone to sing karaoke. Justin was worried that she was going out in this new town where she- they didn't really know anybody. And also, I think this area is not great. So, Mm -mm. I mean, it's near the base, but it has, I think, a lot of crime. So Justin got a text from her that seemed really weird to him, the syntax of it. And she said she was really drunk and he was very concerned. So he called her and her cell was dead. He immediately, I don't know if he watches a lot of Dateline, but he immediately was like, she's dead. (laughs) Like he was so... The one one text was odd. He calls and the phone's dead and he immediately went to something is terribly, terribly, terribly wrong. Did you find that suspicious?
1: Yeah. So here's the deal. Did you read the text? Yeah, it didn't seem that odd to me. This is the problem that I had is that he was like, she would never send that text. Why not? It was a totally – give us an example of a text she would have sent because that seems like a totally normal text. It was, yeah, I'm really drunk. I'm home safe. Well, first of all,
0: she says, I'm home safe. And he says, why would she tell me she's safe? Yes. And it was like, because you had been worried about her going out. That's why.
1: It was the – that was the most frustrating if we had a most angry moment. I was really upset at at Justin. He
0: had just said how nervous he was about her going out. That's why she wrote to you that she was home safe.
1: So either A, he's lying about being nervous that she was going out. Also, I want proof of these text messages back and forth all night. I want to see what they were saying back and forth. Were they fighting? Because what's – I don't understand why that text of I'm home safe, going to bed, talk to you tomorrow, or whatever, is out of context. I'm really drunk,
0: call me tomorrow or something.
1: How is that out of context for her? And then
0: he's like, why would she want me to call her tomorrow? What's wrong? Because you guys are together. Because you're together. And you've been texting all night.
1: And she's tired, so she's going to bed, and she explained it in the text. Done.
0: And even if she normally uses perfect grammar and syntax, she was drunk, so that would explain why there was no punctuation so, I mean, Gryffindor I heard the is like, shaking. did you hear the shaking? He's like, that text was not enough to cause that kind of alarm. That's what Gryffindor was saying. Idiot. Yeah. So Not, just, not Gryffindor,
1: Justin. I'm just, right. I feel no, like I know. It, it was the weirdest exchange. And Andrea seemed a little confused, too. She was sort of,
0: huh.
1: yeah, what are you? Doesn't seem weird to me. seems (laughs) weird to no one, Justin, because it's not weird. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. So
0: Justin calls Fort Bragg the next day, the Army base, and says, did she check in for her roll call? And they say, no. He's like, something's wrong.
1: Wasn't the next day. It was two days later. So even the next day, he didn't even, he wasn't worried enough because I think that happened on a Friday. Saturday went by and she was supposed to check in on Sunday or something or vice versa, Saturday night, Sunday, Monday. Okay, okay.
0: Okay, yeah. so um, the police get involved yeah. after Fort Bragg gets involved when she missed her roll call. And it was all over the local news. We hear from her sister, Olivia, her ex-husband, or soon-to-be ex-husband, Mike. They're all interviewed on the local news. Everyone in the town is looking for her. Search party! And doggies helped. Bingo cards lighten up all over this country. Absolutely. Our bingo cards. Very exciting. I didn't, Do you think I get too excited about a search party? Like, is that morbid that I really get so pleased? It's not normal, is it? Somebody's dead.
1: I think I edit it in such a way that it really makes it seem like you're into the organizational aspect of it <laughs> and not actually into yeah, no, I'm the, not what into the search party is from. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that is true. For, yeah. It is a community coming together that i enjoy yeah and i love the hierarchy and the guy that's in charge and you get an assignment and you're like a soldier and you go out there with your sunscreen and your comfortable shoes and you have a grid and that uh, you find you know what i i like that part of it it's so you would really lo- basically just
1: like a scavenger hunt that's well organized. i would love
0: a scavenger hunt that was well organized i do not like a chaotic scavenger hunt
1: well i know what you're getting for your birthday
0: Okay, so first the police look at the ex, Mike, who's doing interviews on TV saying how much they loved each other, even though she was divorcing him. Right. So that's very suspicious. Mm-hmm. But uh, but what else is he going to say on the news? Like, you know what, we fight a lot, and in fact, we barely stand each other. She's totally dumping my ass, but I hope you guys find her. I mean, yeah. what else is he supposed to say?
1: No, he's going to... Yeah.
0: I still love... Or, or like... I hope you guys find her because my stationary bike is at her house and I really want it back. <laughs> what else is he going to say? The
1: stationary bike, really?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, there was one episode where this ex it's really wanted 90s. this roll top desk like back. Oh. And, and this whole thing was about this desk that he had like threatened her because all he wanted was this roll top desk back.
1: And then he
0: becomes a suspect, and he's like, that stupid roll-top desk. But I really did want it back. It was a nice piece of furniture. Good Lord. (laughs) So Mike's alibi checks out. So it's not the husband. Now we got to move on. It's now national news. She's been missing 72 hours. Justin, the current boyfriend, was in Florida that weekend, and that checks out. He says, you guys need to look at this guy we met in Fayetteville named Nick who he got a really bad vibe for. So between the text message and the Nick thing, Justin is like spidey senses are on overdrive, right? You're so suspicious of Justin. Justin. You don't think he really was suspicious of Nick?
1: I think he absolutely was, of course. But, well, that's just how Dateline edited it. But it should be the first thing. I mean, first thing you call the police and was like, well, she went out with this guy. Blah blah blah, which right. I think and is I'm probably sure he what did. happened. That's right. just not how. So, yeah. yeah, they first just...
0: have to make us think it's Mike.
1: But I don't think he had any spidey sense at all. It was a no duh, well, oh, no duh. Okay. He went out with this guy. You didn't have a sense that something was wrong. It was weird because she went out with this guy that you don't know very well that doesn't actually live in a house. So, well, I don't know
0: if they knew that. Did they know that? They don't think they do that.
1: I don't know, but you still went out with like a forest person. <laughs> who lives you in just the wood? Lives in the woods, <laughs> He's like an elf. He is. He's a woodland, woodland creature. He comes <laughs> out with like a trucker cap. I live back there in the woods.
0: We, I don't think they knew that yet. But I mean, that would cause me to not put someone's number in my phone. If I was like, where do you live? Woods? Nope. So Kelly had gotten a ride from this guy, Nick, who Justin says now that he found very creepy. And he was sure that Nick had sent that last text. That weird one that didn't sound like Kelly. Nick was down on his luck, living in the woods behind the car. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he, I I don't know if he's, he seems like he's living in his car too. Because his car looked, I mean, I'm so glad I added messy car to the bingo sheets. Because it really paid off. You know like when you see a really good like someone walking by a body of water and I'm like, I'm so glad I put that on the bingo cards. Mm-hmm. That is a Dateline thing, and I saw it, and I
1: come mm-hmm. back.
0: Messy Car has really paid off for us. There were Slim Jim wrappers in it. That wasn't which mine? Which seems to be, no, I think it was mine, Messy House, Messy Car.
1: Damn, okay. It
0: could, it could be yours. We can say it was yours. If you need a win, let's give it to you.
1: I don't need it. That's okay.
0: I need a win this week, and we'll get to that later. Oh, <gasps> PT Cruiser. So there's Slim Jim wrappers. So happy. Which I feel like I have definitely seen Slim Jim wrappers before in someone's car. There's usually some yeah. sort of empty energy drinks, cans, and Slim Jim wrappers.
1: Also, I don't think, did he have energy? I don't think he had energy drinks. He energy drinks, had... he had Mountain Dew. But energy drinks are expensive. Keep in mind, a Red Bull is like two fifty, oh. and Mountain Dew is like $1.05. There so you go. I okay. Think he's and how much is Dew. a Slim
0: Jim? How much does it <gasps> Those cost are really to cheap. like into a Slim Jim? Slim
1: Jims, I feel, they're under a dollar for the big long okay. sticks. So it's a quick thing that you'd grab at a liquor store or okay. wherever. But no, he, it was filthy, his car.
0: I feel, again, I shouldn't judge. My car has a bag, and uh, like the contents of a bag of chips that fell off the seat. And all the chips went on the floor. And I'm just leaving them there until I go to the car wash next time and can use their vacuum. Uh, It's like a pile of chips just on the floor.
1: I spilled the sunflower seeds. Oh, yeah. But not the actual seeds. The discarded shells. I spilled the shells. So it's the entire one part of the back. Yeah, it's bad right now. Why
0: are we so gross?
1: I don't know. And they're sticking to my clothes. I got out the other day and brushed my (laughs) leg. And then there's like a little (laughs) shell comes off. But I was in a store. It was really bad. I was embarrassed. That's embarrassing. (laughs) I hope you leave that in. I want people to think well of me. Well, I'll think about it.
0: I think it's better when they know our true selves, which are not that great of people. So Nick says he dropped off Kelly at her place at the end of the night. A few people were concerned because it seemed like he didn't walk her to her door. He kind of just left her outside the apartment complex. Um, And if it's not a great area, I don't know. It seems like, what do you think?
1: Her apartment seemed nice. To be honest, they showed that at like Meadow Lake Apartments or wherever she lived. I think the door is fine because you can see someone walk. I don't think you think she had to walk
0: her. I don't know. Some people were concerned, felt like it did not speak well of him.
1: Absolutely not. I would be annoyed if someone got out of their car and walked me to the door. You just watch through the window and say, bye, wave. Bye. Okay.
0: See you. Yeah, it's the men that drive away before you get inside. On Dateline. That's that the weird one. You wait of. till the
1: key is in the lock and doors going open. Drive away. There should be a like, it's a, it's basically a 15 second process.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he joined. See, I would wait until the door closed behind them. So no one slipped in after them.
1: Oh, well, you're a better person than me.
0: Oh my God. Finally. So. Although I don't he, know if
1: I've ever remembered you waiting for me to get inside somewhere. You just what drive am I away. I do?
0: That is not true.
1: You do. You just drive away.
0: I wait for your car to start because I'm always worried it's not going to because that's like my biggest fear. It's like well, you drive someone away and, and you leave them in their car and their car's dead and you're like, I, you so just, I always wait why, for the car to start. There's a phone call
1: though. Then there's a phone. Then you have a cell phone.
0: What if your phone's dead? I don't know. My phone was dead last night and I got re- very concerned. That, that was, it wasn't
1: that it wasn't going to ever turn on?
0: Yeah. No, it's just that something because my car made a weird noise and my phone was dead and I was like, oh, what would I do? Where would I go?
1: I'm buying you a life alert for your birthday this year.
0: I really do need a life alert. No, it's not. I think it's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Okay, Nick. He joined search teams. Mm -hmm. And he's interviewed on the news. And I agree with Justin that he does seem a little creepy. There's something about his eyes. It didn't seem totally right. Nick. Well, yeah. Woodland creature. So it turns out Nick was a registered sex offender. So Justin had good creep jar. And you're being mean to him.
1: No, I just, I don't think Justin deserves a lot of props. Justin was also very sketchy and shady the whole time about how he felt about um, Kelly. We'll get to it.
0: Be prepared for some wrath. I'm all, that's all I'm saying. People on Twitter will, you're not going to be remembered kindly in history for this moment, Katie. People on Twitter really love Justin.
1: Well, just in case I can change their mind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: my God. Okay, so we'll get to that joke because something about it drives me crazy and I have to talk about it. So
1: Oh, that oh I know what drives you crazy. It's the same oh, thing I'm that gonna... I was laughing at. Okay, go ahead.
0: Okay, so I don't think it's the same thing. So months pass, searches are winding down, but there's this guy, the hero of the episode, this bounty hunter slash PI
1: mm-hmm.
0: named David Marshburn. And he has been secretly searching for Kelly without the police knowing or without Kelly's family knowing. He didn't even know Kelly, but he saw the case on the news and he got really into it. And I think – so he's a bounty hunter and a PI. I kind of want him to hook up with Nick Webb, um, who was Ron Swanson.
1: Oh, my God. Marshburn and – Marshburn, Webb
0: Investigations.
1: Marshburn and Webb.
0: Marshburn and Webb.
1: It's really close to Mitchell and Webb, though. Shout out to anybody who knows Peep Show.
0: Oh, okay. I, d- I don't. Yeah. So, but I do think, he does say, um, I was hoping to find her dead or alive, and I thought that would be a good tagline. If it was like, Marshburn Web Investigations, we find people dead or alive. Yeah, It's kind of good, right? One of them's really Southern, David. One of them has the tight and right mustache of ron swanson i think it'd be a cool duo
1: i would be a really good duo this is a real it could be a show a, this is a real love connection i like it okay good
0: so david had watched the interview of creepy nick the molester and had thought that he was lying he has good creep dar can we say that david has good creep dar
1: although could you see anything in that interview
0: there's something about him
1: well yeah, he's he goes in, rolls into the interview in his dirty jeans drinking Mountain Dew. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, are I'm, you
0: talking about the police interrogation? Yeah, I'm
1: talking about the police interrogation. Okay, oh, he was, was talking, talking about, about, the about that TV interview. TV interview.
0: He kind of looks like a punk. Just maybe a punk. At least you get a punk vibe from him.
1: Like I get I get more of a drug vibe. Does that I don't know. Oh, I okay. I mean, I grew up in a in a meth town, so I get more yeah. of a like, mm, "Do you cook something and snort yeah. it?" Like, uh-huh. yeah, kind of that. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah.
0: So David just starts working for the family. I mean, for the case, without telling the family. Yeah. For free. Mm -hmm. With his own money. He thinks that Kelly's body is out in the huge, expansive woods behind the bar, Froggy Bottoms. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like people might be listening to this doing a drinking game, and they're going to drink every time we say Froggy Bottoms. So we need to include it more. Okay. Um, he and a very cute pupper, a German shepherd, mm-hmm. right, named Kaz,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is hilarious because <gasps> we know a Kaz. We
1: do know a Kaz, yes. But
0: I don't think our Kaz has ever sniffed out a dead body. Do solved you think a crime, possible? no. I, so, or solved a crime.
1: Absolutely not. He's a lovely gentleman, but no, he has not done
0: yeah. that. But this was my favorite. I mean, you know how I feel about dogs. Mm -hmm. dogs are my life Mm -hmm. i love dogs more than people but david also hired an assistant named marcia that i was beyond obsessed with i don't know why we never got to hear from her we only got to see mostly the back of her walking i'm obsessed why so well she from far away looks like a man she has very short hair and she wears a baseball cap and a uniform identical to David's. So at some points it looks like he's walking around with like his son. Like but that's Marsha. And it's sometimes it's like they're twins and they're just walking in like unison through the forest. And then I also felt like I think Marsha is probably a lesbian, but if she married David, her name would be Marsha Marshburn. Yeah, I know, and I kind of liked that, and I thought that could be really cute. So I just wanna like, I want to know more. What does an assistant to a PI slash bounty hunter get paid? What are the hours like?
1: Do you think this is a could a possible, I do it? Yeah, I, is that where you're going? That you think you could do it? Because I think you could. I think you'd be great.
0: I mean, there's a lot of physical walking, which I'm not so down for, but I do like investigating.
1: No, but I think you would be down for physical walking if it was investigating. That's true. It would be like a search party. It would be like a search party all the time. And I think you'd get to disguise your voice on phone calls a lot. Ooh. You get to do some dialect work.
0: Well, David, we'll get to this later, but he uses his whole family. Work the crime. He has his wife pretend to be somebody. Was he doing like, other
1: cases during this time?
0: Yes, he. Okay. Wa- well, I know that he's doing three right now. That's what they said on Twitter. Mm. There's currently like three missing people he's looking for. Mm-hmm. So I, and this was over two years. I don't think there's any way he could have not been doing other things. But what's the process to be a trainee? She's Marcia's an apprentice. Yeah. And I wanna know what is that like and what is her life. I wanna know if she's friends with David. Do they joke around in the car when they're on long stakeouts? Yeah, they're, like they're friends. they're friends. Brother and, sister. Yeah, and then they
1: go get they go get uh chocolate milkshakes and and they have bags of fries and stuff on the stakeout. Yeah. So they eat together and they talk.
0: On Killing Fields they have that bromance, but they Yeah argue about what health food and like one of them likes health food one of them doesn't when they're on stakeouts no i don't and think they do
1: that i think they both I, eat junk i can't food.
0: recommend killing food killing fields more yeah no i think they david and her both have the same taste and they both are like let's get yeah. some french fries
1: let's get some hostess cupcakes and then they go and they sit out <laughs> on my okay. grave on my <laughs> deathbed on my tombstone
0: okay but marcia marshburn could you call me because i'm yeah. obsessed with you i want to know more about your life find yeah. me on twitter. So Nick is let out of jail for this sex registry. They'd been able to briefly incarcerate him because he hadn't properly registered his sex offenderish paperwork.
1: But we don't know what he did, right? I'm frustrated. I should have looked it up. I didn't do any outside research on this and I'm like I'm what age
0: regretting person, it. girl, well, boy, no, but it can be did.
1: anything. There's a he bunch of ex- stuff that peed you can near a playground. Exactly. Was he exposing himself? What was he right. doing? I really yeah. want to know what the what the sex uh, Well he does live in the, the woods, so was. if
0: he was peeing somewhere, he doesn't have a bathroom. He lives in the woods.
1: Where's a playground by the woods?
0: Yeah, there's probably not a playground near that bar. I no.
1: Froggy bottoms seemed very isolated, I will say that.
0: Yeah, that and it's closed now, right? That was what they said at the beginning. So anyways, he's let out of jail, and now David, the PI, can totally go after him. And he said he was almost starstruck when he finally gets to meet him, which I thought was funny. It happens in Scream 3, is Patrick Dempsey's been studying Sydney's case for so long and like has her picture up everywhere. And then when he finally sees, it's like meeting a famous person, because he's been studying her right. for years, you know? Right. But imagine meeting Nick and, like, you finally get to see him and then you're like, oh, that's what he smells like. Yeah, I should have known it was going to be a really bad smell. Yeah. It's not very glamorous. Yeah. So.
1: Here, come sit, come sit in my car. Would on this Slim Jim wrapper. Would you like some of this half a can of off-brand soda? We can share it. Which has been
0: here for two months because I was in jail. Yeah, it's like but diet right. still some in there. Yeah. Uh, So Nick and David start hanging out, basically. David starts pretending that he's Nick's friend who can help him see, get people to see that he's not the killer of Mm -hmm. Kelly. So Mm -hmm. he acts like he's going to be an ally. So they start hanging out and he's trying to lure information out of Nick. And since David's not a cop, he can do whatever he wants to trick him. So he makes up a fake plea agreement saying they'll go easy on Nick if he confesses. And he puts a fake judge's name on the piece of paper, which was Justin Case.
1: Justin M. Case or something like that, right? Yeah.
0: Which Andrea finds delightful. Yes. But the thing that bugged me is I know I've heard that joke before and I can't think where. And I have this vision of Amy Poehler saying it. I feel like it was on Saturday Night Live Mm. where she was like, Justin Case. But I can't think, if anyone can help me on this, I Googled uh, it. I couldn't find it.
1: Sorry, I can't help you. I don't know. What
0: was it that bothered you about it?
1: What, just in case? Yeah. That I feel like I would get it. I feel <laughs> yeah. like I would see the judge name and but be But you're like, not
0: Nick. That's, I mean, is Nick that bright? No, Nick, so, Nick,
1: Nick is probably a little bit of a dim bulb.
0: Yeah. So David puts the fake judge's name on there. And the piece de resistance is, <laughs> I don't know why I said that, <laughs> Is this gold sticker? Yes. <laughs> it me. The it seal? Was- The seal! He puts this gold seal sticker on it. It's like a circle with the little stars all around it, you know, and it did make it look official. But I felt like that sticker could have made or broken it. He had picked a different sticker, Mm -hmm. like a scratch and sniff skunk one or a Lisa Frank sticker obviously wouldn't have worked. He picked a very specific gold seal. And Nick was like, yeah, that's legit. I almost feel like he could have put that sticker on his driver's license and flashed that, and Nick would have been like, oh, a badge. Okay, you are a real cop. Maybe. So this thing almost works, this plea agreement, but Nick does not sign it because he's convinced that if he does sign it, the cops are just going to back out. But that's the whole point of the agreement is it's on paper and you can't back out. Whatever. Nick's not that bright. So David is buying Nick meals and cigarettes and hanging out with him like they're bffs he's not spending time with his family he's obsessed with nick he's spent thousands and thousands of hours on this case and forty thousand dollars of his own money That's trying to crazy. he doesn't even know this girl he's never met kelly what did he
1: spend the money on Marsha hiring Marsha, a
0: um kaz the dog cost fifteen thousand dollars that's what they said on Twitter. I guess those dogs that are tracking dogs are really, really expensive. And then you have to pay to get certified as well and trained with the dog. So Kaz was worth $15,000 just on his own. I know. He's a good pupper.
1: That, do- that dog is worth more than you and I.
0: Oh, yeah, put that's together. True.
1: I mean, honestly, total, we're probably worth about 3500
0: Wow, that's generous.
1: Is it generous?
0: Well, not to my parents. I'm priceless to my parents.
1: To your parents, but the public as a whole, I think it's about 30, I think it's about thirty five hundred. Okay, I'm. I'm writing that down.
0: <laughs> You're writing down thirty five hundred. Um, All right, go ahead. So David hated was pretending to be his BFF, but he hated Nick so much he wanted to cut his fingers off to make him talk. He got really intense with idea. Yeah, he, he wanted to torture him. Imagine hating someone that much, but having to act like your best friends. So David has an idea. He knows that Nick is paranoid about the cops watching him. So he tries to play up that paranoia and he has a friend fake surveil him to make him extra paranoid. And then David has his wife in on the game. She pretends to be a paralegal who's going to serve him these fake indictment papers so then David says, well, they're going to indict you for real. Remember this plea deal. All you have to do is confess and tell me what happened, and they'll go easy on you. And then David applies this, like, psychological strategy, which I thought was really smart. I could totally picture it. He, they're sitting outside, and he takes this stick, and he's breaking the twigs off slowly. So it's like a ticking clock almost, putting the pressure yeah. on. Yeah, did you
1: like that one? I loved it. I thought, yeah, it. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was so
0: smart. And he gets to the last twig... And Nick confesses. And I think there was also probably sounds of snapping twigs in the violence that happened when Kelly died that Mm -hmm. probably brought back that moment to Nick of the sound of the ticking. But I thought it was really smart. So... Nick says that he did kill Kelly. And he takes David into the woods, but the dog Kaz can't find the smell, and Nick can't remember exactly where he buried her. So the next day they try again, and Kaz, the doggie, totally finds the spot. And David had been texting the cops, and they come. And they interview Nick on camera, and they start digging, and they find bones. And Nick Mm. says... They were hanging out that night at the bar when someone told Kelly that Nick was a sex offender and she freaked out and started yelling at him and they were in the empty parking lot. He snapped and he hit her. She got knocked out. He took her to his campsite in the woods and when she came to and freaked out, he hit her again and killed her. He beat her to death and then he buried her in the woods. So now they have, they found her finally, which is awesome. It's because of David and Kaz and Marsha. I know Marsha helped. Oh, yeah, she did. So the funeral was televised on TV, which I thought was really cool because she was in the army and it gets a lot of pomp and stuff. And I thought that was really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Nick pleads guilty and gets a life sentence. David, who had spent two years working the case, kind of felt depressed after, you know, you put all your focus and then you're kind of like, and now what do I do? Um, The family gave David Kelly's dog tags as a symbolic thank you. And I yeah. thought that was really nice. And there's a picture of David and Kaz, the dog, posing by her headstone. And I got a little I got a little mm. liquid, some fluid was coming out of my eyes mm-hmm. because it was very sweet and the doggy, he's such a good doggy. And he did such a good job. And that's that was the episode. That was the, in the woods, deep in the woods, into the woods, whatever into the Woods <laughs> with the Baker's Wife. I yep. don't remember what it was called, but that was it. Um, did you have anything that I missed that you wanted to talk about?
1: No, you covered it You covered it really well. And also, I think some of our listeners might know this has been covered on a few other things. If you listen to some other true crime podcasts or pretty sure it was a 48 hours. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a big deal when she went missing.
0: 23 years old army. That's sad. That makes me. Yeah. It's like dead. the perfect storm. of what the media loves
1: yeah that makes sense
0: okay so b-roll bonanza yes okay so justin is looking at photos Mm -hmm. again they are loose Mm -hmm. there is no box Mm -hmm. there are no frames and no albums it is just a stack of photos yep and he has a drink near him and he's in like the most generic pottery barn apartment i've ever seen whose apartment is that I don't know. It looked like a set or a hotel room. It was that generic. It was so neat. And it was like a generic lamp and a generic painting and a gray sofa. It was so weird to me. It could not have been his apartment. Or he's a serial killer. He's the killer. Because that apartment for a single dude, there's no way. Yeah, gotcha. Hmm. There was nothing personal. I'll post a picture yeah,
1: I'm really i'm I'm curious about this I, I have didn't, some I concerns didn't notice that. but ju- well I have concerns about
0: Justin in general.
1: yeah, Justin in general and his reaction to everything.
0: um my last b-roll Bonanza was again Marsha, who is she's so cute. I swear to God. In one scene, they go, they're like in a room, they're sitting next to each other, and she they're dressed exactly the same. Like he has a uniform for this mm-hmm. company, whatever, and she has very short hair. And so she has the baseball cap on. So she looks like a little boy, mini me, but she's a grown woman. <laughs> I love Marsha. That's it, great. It, it, it cracked me up. I thought it was so adorable. And I feel like she was really proud that she's like wearing the uniform and dressed just like David. It was very cute. I love you, Marsha. And I love that you guys are dressed exactly the same for your company. And I think if Nick Webb joins the company, Marsha should get to be a partner, too.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, we'd be Marsha Marshburn and Webb. There you go. That sounds great. It also sounds like a vaudeville act. Um, (laughs) Did you not notice that the detective, the actual police detective working on the case had headshots of everybody?
0: he did he did like casting shots. yeah casting, casting shots i thought you'd be oh, excited yeah
1: he had full giant headshots eight, eight by tens
0: oh that's what cindy boxer loves that
1: uh-huh yeah he he had them in this it was good
0: um okay quotes um <sighs> there's two quotes i want to talk about and then okay. i know you want to talk about um so one of them was a justin which one Well, he said, now we're going to have to go do the funeral thing. Yes. Here's the thing. I wanted to blame him because you sound really dumb and like an idiot, cold hearted and just like douchey. But then I kind of felt like it's more just an age thing, a young person thing. I feel like it's something just a young person would say, the funeral thing. It's not romantic and it's not solemn. Like the way people talk in the 1800s, they would never say... It would be very dramatic. Mm-hmm. But now the way everyone talks, like nothing sounds that solemn and right. romantic and, and it kind of made me sad that nothing will ever sound that poetic again because we all just talk like this. Like, That's
1: what made you sad about him saying that? Yeah. I Is didn't the really way blame him.
0: It? I blamed the, uh, this just our society. I blamed society for him saying the funeral thing.
1: Oh, you're being really nice. Honestly, it was kind of a jerky comment. It came across jerky and not poetic because he it's two years later and now he has to go back and revisit it and he just wants to move on because he's a young guy and he probably has a new girlfriend. Right. And he's more annoyed that now he has to deal with all of this again. He was the boyfriend at the time she went missing. So So, he's going to be front and center in this regardless of where he's at in his life.
0: So when Andrea was asking him, were you guys... In love. And he says, well, I'm not going to say, is that the part that bothered you? That's the quote that
1: I had. Yeah. She said, were you in love? He says, yes, we were in love. But I'm not going to say that, you know, we were going to get married and have babies.
0: But he says, but that was where things were headed.
1: The way that he says it is very much like, well, I mean, it's like that non-committal kid. Right. It's a non-committal kind of, kind of good-looking, 20s. kind of honestly. I just, <laughs> I was like that.
0: So then Andrea keeps trying to get him to say, yeah. So beautiful she, things. yeah, because she so like, then so she says,
1: was yes, yeah. was
0: home. You know, was she home to you? Yeah. And he pauses. Yeah, he. <laughs> she's like she's yeah. trying
1: to get a nice soundbite out of him because he's not being. He really wasn't being that great. He's right. kind of like, yeah. I mean, yeah. She was my girlfriend. But Well, they I mean, hadn't
0: been together that long. They had only probably been together a few months.
1: Totally. So then maybe you don't go on Dateline, Justin, if you can't <laughs> sort of show the emotion that we want to see. I, I mean, think
0: he liked her. He was moving in with her. I
1: do. I think he liked her. But then she
0: died and he got over it. That's fine. See, I didn't get that vibe from him. He looked down a lot, Was and I kind of thought he was either nervous or shy or has anxiety because he was not making eye contact. And since we know he didn't do it, that made me think he was just nervous or uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, he probably is nervous and uncomfortable, and his new girlfriend's probably furious. So that's
0: true. That there we go. The new girlfriend is very jealous of Kelly. Yeah, like why do you always talk about Kelly? And he's like, because she died, and he's she's like, but I'm here now.
1: I'm sure. Okay. Yeah.
0: So um, the the quote of the episode mm-hmm. though is mm-hmm. obviously Andrea's, mm-hmm. and. Everyone loved it. David, the bounty hunter, says, I mean, I've never talked to a killer, have you? And Andrea says, I work for Dateline. That moment earned Andrea her check for the whole year. Like, she can phone in the rest of her episodes. She's done. Brilliant. You did it, Andrea. That's why you're the queen. Yeah. Loved it. And I feel like it's going to be a really good gif.
1: It really is. Of her
0: saying it, and then they'll have the quote underneath, I feel like. We need to get that gift. Gift? Is that an expression?
1: Gift. Gift. Gifted.
0: Okay. So, precious moments. Mm -hmm. I actually had a couple. Yeah, so uh, the sister Olivia Mm -hmm. says when they go to the police station and they want to meet with her in the room that says homicide... And she's like, no, I'm not going in that room.
1: Yeah, that was actually really And the really cops rough. are like,
0: no, no, it's just this is the best place for us to meet. It's quiet. And she's like, nope, because I don't want that thought in my head. We're still thinking she's alive. I'm not going in that room. And I thought that was really...
1: Yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, that was upsetting.
0: Because I can picture it. And it seems that... Yeah. And then the second moment was David crying... Who over this girl who he doesn't know, but he's been looking for for two years, And he finally finds her and he says, You're going home, baby girl. Yes. Baby girl, uh, you're going home. Yeah. Spent $40,000, his own money. He'd never even told the family he was looking for her. He wow. was just doing it and he's like crying that he finally found her. Yeah. And then he kind of chokes, chokes up even met and he her. chokes
1: up at the end, too. He, he chokes, chokes up in the interview. He starts
0: crying. Yeah. 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 Um, MVP. Oh,
1: well, I mean, I know yours is Marsha, right?
0: Mine is David and Marsha and Kaz together.
1: Okay, you have all of them together.
0: The team. Marsha Marshburn Investigations. Correct. That's what I'm going to say. What What about you?
1: Yeah, it was Marshburn. Okay, good. He's obviously, I mean, he's the hero of the whole episode. It's a hero episode, right? Well, you know,
0: somebody on Twitter was actually really mad at him. and Why? Was, they were like, I mean, I'm glad he found her, but... This guy who's the P.I. can do whatever he wants. He could have coerced, if Nick wasn't guilty, he makes up this fake plea agreement, gets what if it was a false confession? He's allowed to just do whatever he wants with no rules and could have wrongfully gotten someone convicted and felt like it was leading to chaos and could lead to some really, really bad things. It was opening a can of worms, having bounty hunters and P.I.s being allowed to work outside the law like that.
1: Interesting. That's an interesting take on that. Yeah. And everyone else
0: was just like, yay, he did it. He did the, he found the guy. But But what if Nick wasn't guilty? He was harassing this guy for two years. Yeah. You know, and giving him fake paperwork, having people spy on him and stuff like that. That could have been not cool if Nick was actually innocent.
1: That's really interesting. I totally didn't even think about that. Hmm.
0: Okay. My loser. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Well, obviously, um, Nick, but he I don't like to put the killer as the loser. So I have a, like an unintentional loser and I don't think it's his fault. But the sister's husband.
1: Yeah, well.
0: He literally, I think, said two words. And in in one of them, he said, oh, yeah. Like literally Andrea asks a question and the sister answers it. Andrea gives up on him and he directs all the questions towards the sister. But at one point he interjects, oh, yeah, that's it. Like, I, that, Why? were you there to support the sister? I, yeah, I did think that's it. Did you know Kelly?
1: I think, I think he was just there to support. It was kind of bizarre. He did yeah. say at one point, this is all we did for two weeks. We didn't eat. We didn't sleep after she went oh, missing. Oh, he did say and that. And I was okay. like, two weeks seems a little short. I mean, she was, she was two weeks out of two years. Doesn't sound great, buddy. I wish I, I could dress you. Um, did you have any brands associated?
0: No, I don't think I did. Not I didn't Slim Jim? Well, Slim Jim, sure. Froggy Bottoms is now closed. Yeah. I don't know, really know if this would have been good promotion for them or bad. I feel like it would have been a destination. This was where the girl was murdered. I feel like people would go. Yeah. I feel like if it had stayed in business, this would have been a draw. Mm -hmm. um so Joan Rivers fashion police yeah should we talk about Andrea's hair go ahead I only noticed the color change yes it was like a honey
1: it's a little bit darker blonde Mm -hmm.
0: yeah um I liked it people on Twitter were were said they might need to get used to it but they liked it
1: I thought it was nice it's nice maybe she just wanted a change
0: yeah because she's usually more like icy blonde as opposed to honey blonde that's Why are you true. grinning like because
1: that? Because she also changed her lighting.
0: Okay, I didn't know. What do you mean?
1: So she they're using a ring light on her. Did you notice her eyes, the way that they're lit? They almost look like they're lit from within. And she always has really pretty sparkly eyes, but this episode. So for people that don't know what a ring light is, a ring light is something that makes... All those makeup gurus on Instagram look awesome. Oh. Ring light's like the most flattering light you can use. So that's what they, and I don't know if they just started it. We have been doing a lot of older episodes with Andrea. So I don't know. It's been like a couple months since we've had a recent episode with Andrea. But but I, whoever the producer was, they decided to switch up the lighting. And I thought it was great. She looks good. She looks beautiful. I mean, she always looks good. Yeah. This just makes her look even better. Makes her eyes sparkle even more.
0: As long as they don't do like the Vaseline on the lens, like the Liz Taylor.
1: No, she won't have to do White that. White diamonds.
0: White diamonds. These are we luck. So <laughs> why did you say it like that?
1: Because that's what they say in 30 Rock. There's a scene of Rachel Dresch plays um, Liz Taylor and she she gets mad and she hits um, someone over the head with a or something and she goes white
0: diamonds <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's real i don't remember it's funny she
0: doesn't go these have always brought me love she does
1: she does that first
0: okay good yeah we're really aging ourselves i feel like with the white diamonds well doesn't everyone know white diamonds not our younger listeners probably
1: oh we're 26 there you go
0: <laughs> alternative theories i you might think justin was involved somehow no, Although I Nick did. I,
1: I was kind of waiting for Mike to come back in the husband. I was like, maybe he wasn't in Florida. But what nah. was
0: his? Al- uh, yeah, his alibi. How good mm. was it? Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any better titles? Just a couple. Okay, they're probably way better than mine. I doubt it. Mine were that not that good. Okay, my first one that is obvious and everyone on Twitter did it from Justin to Kelly.
1: <laughs> I can't the believe movie? I missed it. Yeah, that's amazing. I missed right? it. Yeah, it's
0: good. Um. Yeah, I realized it about halfway through the episode. It was like, oh my god!
1: Oh, I'm furious, From Justin
0: and Kelly. Um, the twig snapped. He snapped.
1: I had snapped and snapping like a twig as titles. Yeah, right, right, right. Because with you, he
0: yep. also snapped when mm-hmm. he killed her.
1: That's a good um, one. It's a goody.
0: Marcia Marshburn, PI in training. Good. And then my last one, the blonde chasing the blonde. Instead of the blind chasing the blind, <laughs> because Andrea is a blonde True. chasing this story about Kelly, who That's is a blonde, good. and Andrea has a new blonde going on. That's great. Um, what were yours?
1: Well, I realized some of mine aren't going to make sense, because we didn't talk about some of the stuff I thought we were going to. So I have one ring light to rule them all. <laughs> I have wood spelled W-O-O-D. You like to clean my car. I don't know why I put that, That I've got just in time for crime. Stupid. Oh, my God. Sorry. And then I also had, for some reason, It's a Squatch. Uh, this episode, I kept thinking I was going to see Bigfoot. It seemed like Bigfoot Woods <laughs> to me. I don't know. And then I had Hands Across and Andrea. And the reason I have that is because my OMG moment that we didn't talk about, we didn't do OMG moments. You, I've never seen Andrea's hands before. And they do a close-up of it on Andrea's hands at the very end of this episode. Did you notice that? As she takes an item from him or something, and you see her manicure.
0: And was it good? Was well, it, it flawless? W- it was nothing.
1: That's what I thought was so cool. Is she, I would assume that she would maybe have a, a French manicure or an American manicure, like you know the white tips, um, yeah. or a gel. Nothing. It was just her natural nails with a little bit of clear gloss.
0: Well, she has five cut, children.
1: Cut very short. Yeah, but I loved seeing it. I didn't know. I thought she would have nails, and she, she didn't.
0: Andrea, breaking the mold once again.
1: Hands Across and Andrea, all class. Okay.
0: Love it. What is Also, Twitter? I think our young people might not know what Hands Across America was. Um, I'm 26. Side note, my parents don't know what Hands Across America is, and they were like grown-ups for it. Do, I, do I know what Hands Remember. Across America
1: is? is it do for you s- not? Is it for starving children? What's it for? AIDS? <laughs> what's Hands Across America for? <laughs> poverty?
0: <laughs> something I'm just, like that. I'm going to keep
1: throwing stuff out. STDs. Yeah. What's it for?
0: It was not for STDs. It was not for AIDS. I believe starving. it was for 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 food or for poverty or something. So the first ad- thing I said. Children. First yeah, first thing thing I think you're right. Starving. You're right, but you know what it actually like was?
1: Was it supposed to be a chain across America of people holding hands?
0: There you go. It was, celebrities did were involved. Did it actually happen? They say it did. What do people I don't in know? Alaska do? Well, they're they're sorry, main state, mainland. Sorry, that's not great. Hands across mainland America.
1: Yeah, so it's not really America. Sorry, Hawaii. Sorry, Alaska, Hawaii, you and don't Puerto get to Rico. Play. Okay, but how
0: do my parents not remember that? I know what it is because I watch I Heart the Eighties all right. the time. But you but were they probably were alive.
1: Do you know why they don't know? Because you were a handful. That should that should tell you more about you and your brother. You guys were handfuls, no, and so they that's, weren't that's watching false. the news. They were that busy. Is,
0: that's alternative facts because they have told me repeatedly that I was and was not a handful until I was a teenager, and then I was the total biatch. But before then, I was a really good child. That is, bizarre. we will ask my parents.
1: All right, let's get to Twitter.
0: Okay. Oh, bingo! Cindy Boxer was a stupid cup of tea away from victory.
1: No. Sorry.
0: Sorry. And popcorn and vodka couldn't even win with a doggy center square. Oh, that's that's really sad. That's rough. I'm really sorry, guys. So should we see who's loving life on Twitter? Yes, please. I so, want to know. RRY Jackson. I honestly want to know what the other bar name options were before the owners settled on Froggy Bottoms. <laughs> so it must be about the guitar, right?
1: No, it's got to must- be Soggy Bottoms.
0: No, I think it's about the guitar that's called the froggy bottoms. He must like hang them up in the bar or collect them or something. You think it's about the soggy bottoms because they're no. wet cuz they're drinking? Cuz Yeah, like-
1: more I'm thinking like soggy bottoms, people sitting on wet bar stools.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible.
1: Like a literal soggy bottom.
0: Your jeans are all kind of wet and you're damp and it's sticky in the bar and you don't even know what it's sticky from. Spilled beer and sweat kind and you of. don't even know what else. Okay, But that's this the is a forest. Name. It's
1: a forest, right? Not a swamp.
0: Yes, that's true. Hmm. It is not the killing fields where people... De- oh god, I love that show. How many times can I mention it? And I haven't even finished I don't know too because I don't want it to end. So I haven't wow. even finished. Um, Gary Georgevich. Jail may have been a step up from a tent behind Froggy Bottoms. I was thinking the same thing. He's going to yeah. get three square meals a day. Yep. He's not going to be damp all the time.
1: Clean clothes. He,
0: clean clothes. Yeah. Launder their their little jumpsuit things.
1: Yeah, of course. Do they have That's mountain in jail? That's someone's
0: job. In the commissary, on 60 days in, they have a lot of cup of soup. Okay, hey, this I one I really nasty. don't want to read, but I'm going to read it for you. Mark S. Sardella, just because you hang out at Froggy Bottoms doesn't mean you deserve to croak. <laughs> that's for you. Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Jeremy D. Bradley, I think we're missing the most important question of the whole thing. How are the drinks at that bar? I think it's safe to say not good.
1: Yeah, watered down. A few fr- fruit flies. I watch watch Bar Rescue. I know how this works.
0: Oh, God. And it's, you know, when he goes into the Bar Rescue and he pulls out that, like, mat that is Mm -hmm. behind the bar. And that mat is just, like, covered with mold and wet stick. Like, all the, oh, God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm Froggy Bottoms Mm -hmm. definitely has that going on. Um, RRY Jackson again. Look, I know this isn't the greatest circumstances to say this, but Justin is really handsome. And I'm kind of smitten. See,
1: okay, we'll that's like one him. person.
0: I'm gonna keep going. Dana Sand, eighty-eight. Honestly, Justin doesn't look like a Justin. I think he looks more like a Dale.
1: A Dale?
0: Do you think she was thinking of Chippendales Rescue Rangers? Did he I have a rodenty know. face?
1: He looks like a straight-up Chad.
0: He does look like a Chad because Dale I think of from Walking Dead, who is an old looks- man with white beard.
1: He looks like a Chad or a Scott to me.
0: I could see Scott, and I could definitely see Chad. Do you think he's in a frat? Do you think he was in a frat?
1: Maybe not. Wait a minute. Maybe not frat, but maybe like an ultimate Frisbee team.
0: <gasps> yes.
1: I could see that And for that him.
0: explains the sun damage, because he's not wearing sunscreen when he's out. Rebecca Crook, if y'all need me to do a follow-up interview with Justin or frisk him, I could be there in the morning. Um There's two. Harger Dash, Mm, Justin has thick thighs, too, with a heart and a drooly face. Are thick thighs a cool thing? Yeah. Oh. Because he was muscular.
1: Ultimate Frisbee.
0: There you go. Did Mm. it. Nailed Mm -hmm. it. It's my gray life. This is such a tragic story. But with that said, can we get a status on Justin? Because he is fine. And I cut out like a million more.
1: Okay, so we have a million and four people that think. Yeah. He's hot. No,
0: I'm telling you, I cut out at least 12.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I didn't... It, what He didn't do it for me.
1: Thank God. But I have...
0: Yeah. Um. It's me, Adrian. Mike Bordeaux sounds like a crappy type of wine. Yes, it does. But instead of, of crappy, <laughs> she said something else. <laughs> but
1: his name... Said. But is that her married name? Was Bordeaux?
0: Yeah. Uh, so it's Mike Bordeaux.
1: I did... Michael Bordeaux. I did like that last name, though. Would
0: you like a Michael Bordeaux, a 19... 19- Ninety five Michael Bordeaux. <laughs> it has a birthy an oaky afterbirth. <laughs> Gross. Tippy Katie said Kaz, I will die for you. And I said, I think that's a little extreme. And she said, No, he is a good boy and I would die for him.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: <laughs> she loves Kaz. Um oh this killed me. Okay, you're a lamb. I mean, you know how Nick first used his wife as to pretend to be a um litigator mm-hmm. or whatever
1: yeah, it's paralegal,
0: <laughs> yeah, now his kid will pose as Kelly's ghost haunting this dude <laughs> 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 what? I mean, he put a white sheet, I think, with like cut out holes over his little son, and was like, okay, just go around him and go, ooh, I know what you did to me. Uh, And then Nick will be like, who's on meth? He's like, I'm being haunted. I'm being haunted. I gotta confess. This
1: is not a good idea. Uh, not uh, a good idea
0: at all. um, Sean G. regarding Andrea's clap back to that guy. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, even when she's clapping back, she looks like a radiant elf at the top of a tree gazing into the sunset. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Now, this one is very special just for you <gasps> and all Arrested Development listeners from Loose Seal 21 <laughs> Introducing the dynamic legal duo, the Honorable Justin F. Case and Jareth Cute Story, attorney at law, Maritime. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank okay, you. Right? Thank you for that.
0: And then the last tweet that I want to read is from Popcorn and Vodka, because this is so good. I made myself a spreadsheet to mark off your podcasts when my DVR catches Dateline reruns, reruns. And there is literally a spreadsheet. It's in Excel. And she marks off our podcasts and the episodes that she's watched. So when it airs repeats, she knows to save them if we've done an episode about them and she will re listen.
1: That's amazing.
0: I mean, she excels come on. at Excel. There. Oh my God! Sorry, it you was that was a it. big
1: office joke we used to have. It, no, sorry, it was my office joke.
0: Sorry, thank you. It was just like you ruined it. I know it was like I, it was going so well. I
1: ruined Christmas.
0: Oh God, I don't I don't know what that means. I ruined
1: Hanukkah. Okay, there, you I know what, what Christmas means.
0: I don't know the phrase. I ruined Christmas. It's Is not it a from f- no, something? No, I just no. It's a oh. no because oh somebody was yelling at me for saying I'm Jewish too much. Um, I leave it in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were like, you do talk about it every, constantly
0: she, she said every episode i think i'm safe and then nope it hits me
1: no you just really oh, want people to know and so i feel like it's my duty to that's let, really let not that it i don't
0: I, it's something i don't know what the issue the weird thing is, is if, i feel like I in real life it. you don't
1: talk about it that much it's not really a topic of conversation we talk way more about it in the podcast the fact that you're that's Jewish than in like wonder, normal conversation.
0: Maybe Dateline just is indicative to religious conversations. Do you think that's?
1: I don't. I don't know what you're doing. No, no. I, I got to think about this. No, neither. Might be a deeper, deeper thing to this.
0: Yeah. Um, so there's a couple other t- Twitter things that I want to talk about. Oh my god, your notepad looks insane. I've never. It's completely covered okay this was a this was a particularly bad day
1: guys i have a lot of stuff on my mind why did i circle season 26 am i gonna go back and look it up i also did let me
0: see the guy from saw i also
1: think i I think i did a trapezoid in this one
0: yeah there he is
1: with the frownies with the frowny face he's
0: jigsaw the serial killer guy with the sad face what you wrote 3500 dollars with a trapezoid around it yeah Which was how much money you think you're worth.
1: And then right underneath it, it says Kimberly equals 10G, and then Katie equals a scribbled out dollar sign. So we'll never know.
0: Would you guys pay to see these notes if this was a Patreon? Would that be a thing that you guys would enjoy?
1: Because the price is (laughs) (laughs) $3,500.
0: We have a couple messages on Twitter for you that you didn't see. I don't think okay. Vanessa TV lover, good thriller book for you, Katie. The couple next door mm. sounds very intriguing, or The Kind Worth Killing. I also love Vanessa. Just thinks I don't read because she's sending it only to you. You she said you don't, don't read. I only read Harry Potter and Gone Girl.
1: You you repeat. You said that already. Yeah, so I know. No one...
0: I know. I have like a huge thing of. I got the Hamilton book that I want to look at it has the script and side notes in it and pictures my dad gave it to me it has pictures it has Lin-Manuel's little scribbles is it a picture book no it's a huge thick book with the actual script from the show and historical notes put in there as well
1: that's a nice gift
0: um at Buffy Watcher 23 for Katie with an x yes since you like stuff with David Mitchell who's David Mitchell
1: that's Mitchell and Webb, who I referred to earlier, who you got mad because you didn't know what Peep Show was.
0: Mm. David Mitchell you is watched, the best. Have you watched Upstart Crow? No. He plays Shakespeare. Oh,
1: yes. I know about it. I watched part of one episode and it wasn't, I wasn't super into it, so I stopped because I need to go back to it when I'm in a better mood.
0: Okay. That's yes. valid. So, um, so I'd like to talk briefly about Rhode Island Gate. Um, we found the clip. I posted on Twitter, two different people found the episode for us. Which
1: episode was it?
0: It was the Carlton plot.
1: Oh, I did not I, check that.
0: I listened to it several times. I think we have a bit of a cool as a moose situation where what you said, there was one word that was hard to understand. So I heard, do you not know Delaware is the smallest state, but what you said is do you not know Delaware is a small state? And I heard the small state. And then you said, what do you think the smallest state is? So then I said, well, I would have said Rhode Island. But now, because I thought you had just said Delaware. why would I say
1: the small state and not the smallest state?
0: Yeah, it was weird syntax, but sometimes we say things oddly. But if you listen, the the and the uh, it's a the uh.
1: So, I guess the question is, do you feel better?
0: Well, I posted a poll, oh, and God. <laughs> 74% of people think that I knew. Okay. Which is very high. So, I felt better, but I was quickly taken down off of my high horse with PT Cruiser Gate, which I was raked over the coals for. Yeah repeatedly by everyone i was given no mercy by anyone i'm gonna
1: put it out there well you give people no mercy a lot of times on dateline so now you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get it back a little bit but that's fine i was surprised you didn't know about pt cruisers i thought that you and i had probably it had come up between us before in normal life but i guess we've just never talked about it no but you
0: are. i had no idea
1: you are very up on pop culture you're very up on things that would be like a BuzzFeed or like a meme yeah. or something like that. I feel like you're always really good. And usually you show me stuff, you know? So yeah. the fact that you didn't know about PT Cruiser is surprising to me.
0: Well, I don't know anything about cars. Anything. But it's not, but it's not about a car.
1: It's, it's more... It's just like
0: everyone... The
1: lifestyle. Gen-
0: ...universally hated this like, car.
1: Right. Of like people... Well, I've would- heard
0: about Jettas. I know what a Jetta says.
1: But I feel like Jetta's more more obscure than a PT Cruiser, to be honest. You, so you watched really? something where, or saw something where Jettas were, yeah the the White Sorority the Girl, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's not. Maybe they're about the same. I'm just surprised.
0: I've never I'm heard surprised. it. I found two pictures of a PT Cruiser and a Mini Cooper, mm-hmm. which I thought they were the same. I put them next to each other. To me, they look exactly the same. People were like. They kind of look the same, but still you're an idiot. Sean G said it's like a bee and a wasp. They do look similar, but only one of them do you want to push off a cliff. Um, Tippy Katie asked what kind of witness I would make if I was on Dateline. Yeah, the because worst. Because I see these two cars. So I said I think I would probably say something like a guy who thinks the murder was 5'5 five, five to 6'3". Longest, shortish, brownish hair, and he was either white, black, or Latino, and he may have been missing an arm. I'm not sure. But
1: then you did because
0: I still, to this day, I look at this picture. These cars look exactly the same to me. But then
1: again, a few episodes ago, I believe you were talking about how good you would be,
0: <laughs> probably as a jury
1: yeah. member. Now, as a jury, it might not matter as much, but as a witness, it would definitely matter.
0: Yeah, you, oh, for sure, you could
1: be on a jury and not understand that.
0: I could send someone to jail. Those are different cars. Over for like I could send someone to death row because I don't know the difference between these two cars. That's a plausible scenario. No, and it's a
1: very implausible scenario. I don't think it's going to come up a lot.
0: Which one was it? Really, and I was like, I don't know.
1: We've seen this on. Uh, we have seen this in a Dateline where they pick the wrong color and it throws everything off for like three months. Because Mm. they said no, it was a hunter green. It was a hunter green, and then it turns out it was black. Um, (gasps) I mean, it happens, and this is just the color of a car. I know you would say it was a mini, Mm -hmm. and minis are look the same. It's half the size. It's not even the issue of the shape. It's half. It's called a mini for crying out loud. Mini
0: really look the same. You're
1: asleep. doubling down right now. I just want you to be aware of what you're doing.
0: I'm telling you in these pictures, two cars. Okay,
1: I'm going to go ahead and let you off the hook here and let everybody know that you are car blind. I have been with you and you don't know your own car and gone That's to other true. cars many, many times. Yeah, this has happened. That is true. I, I would say over our friendship, we'd be more, we would be more likely to go to the wrong car than the right car. So really? You, so you might have to see a doctor.
0: Okay. It, could I have that facial blindness? Yeah. But for cars? Yeah,
1: I think you do. You have car blindness. That's
0: it. Okay. Then it's really a medical condition, and it's not something I should be mo- made fun of. Sean.
1: Sean made fun of me for all sorts of stuff. I need I'm to go I'm glad Sean, see a Sean doctor. made fun of you. <laughs> Sean, who's trying to take both of our jobs simultaneously, because <laughs> he's really funny.
0: Um, moving on, we need to say a big thank you for a donation that we got this week from Melissa. Yes,
1: we do. Thank, thank you so you much, Melissa.
0: So much. I'm gonna go see a doctor for my car blindness with that money.
1: I think that's good. I'll. There must be a cognitive m- test. I'm gonna give my portion to that because I feel okay. like that's very important. And everybody who's been contacting us on Facebook, apologies if I'm a little slow to get back to you, but I am seeing everything. So there's just been a flurry. Oh, also something that's coming on Facebook um, that I'm getting some help with because I don't know what I'm doing is we're starting a Facebook group, you guys, so that everybody can talk to each other in the group setting and not on the Facebook page. And I think that's going to be really cool because I know that Kimberly talked about last week or the week before that everybody wanted one unifying thing to talk to each other under. So I think this Facebook group is really going to help. And I will force Kimberly to get on it so that she can talk, too, because I know everybody wants to talk to her. But it might be a really good place to do that.
0: But I'm not going on Facebook. But we do have now unified posts on Instagram and Twitter about each episode.
1: There is a way you can go on Facebook.
0: Without joining Facebook? Mm -hmm.
1: You're going to go on as Gryffindor.
0: My dog has to create an account.
1: And that's what Mm -hmm. you will be under. So if you see Gryffindor moderating anything, there you go.
0: I'll consider it. He's really against social media. He's kind of private, so I don't know how he feels.
1: Anyways. Um,
0: Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. That's the most important thing that you could do. Make a donation on paypal.me forward slash date with Dateline. And don't watch alone. Watch with Kaz and Marsha because that would be a party. A party. I'd said it weird. Don't watch alone. Watch with Kaz and Marsha because that would be a party. Because that would be a because that would be a party. Have you watched Drag Race? No.
1: Okay. Do I sound like one of Any the Any Drag Race fans out there? Kimberly is a Dor Delano. Party.
0: <laughs> I don't know what that means. Party.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you don't. It's gonna be great.
0: Because that would be a party. <laughs> Thanks everybody. Bye. Marsha Marshburn. Bye.
1: Froggy went a-courtin' and he did a ride, a huh Froggy went a-courtin' and he did a ride, a huh Froggy went a-courtin' and he did a ride A sword and a pistol by his side, uh-huh.